Welcome into another Clocker Sports Roundtable. This is the fifth one. I know I'm always asking the question what number we're on. That's going to happen every time. Um, but we're going to get right into it. We've got a lot to talk about. We just got done seeing the, the conclusion of the first round uh, yesterday. We got some Game 1 action, Game 3 action of Round 2 uh, going on tonight, even as we speak. So um, without further ado, let's go around the table and everybody say who you are. Say who he is so people can know. We'll start off with uh, the, <laughs> the the most recent addition to the, the room. Tyler, you just got here. Go ahead and go first, buddy, to let everybody know what's up, where they can follow you. Hey, uh, yeah, Tyler Pearson. Uh, Twitter is going to be T underscore 10 for letters or numbers one zero letters F-O-U-R. Uh, Facebook, Tyler Big T Pearson. Like Big T was my uh, government, but it's not. Instagram is the same as the Facebook. And then... Uh, Along with Matthew here, we got the No Countouts podcast, No Countouts pod, all one word, mumble jumbled on Twitter. Will? Yeah, Will Clark, Big Will here. Um, I'm Twitter and Instagram. You can see me at Big Will C77. Again, that's at B I G W I L L 77. Oh, one second. Big Will C77. That big we'll see uh seventy seven and William D. Clark on uh uh Facebook, my government. Hi, I'm Matt Dahlberg. I've been writing for Clocker Sports. I, I look back and I think I signed up with you guys around May. It, the time is flying by, but you can uh, catch me on Twitter at M underscore Broski21. Uh yeah, I do a podcast with Tyler, as he mentioned, no countouts pod. Follow us, follow the show, follow the site. A lot of good stuff happening, and uh, sports are really picking up with football coming up. Yeah, okay. Steve Nash is a very accomplished player. Um, I think that he deserves, you know, to get the the, the job, a job. Um, I'm not sure if necessarily he deserves to get the job like this because, again, he comes in with zero coaching experience. Well, like I said, Steve, you know his, his playing experience. That's not in question. But his coaching experience is something that I think uh, is important, especially when you see what happened down in the bubble with a guy like Jacques Vaughn. Now, if you don't want to go with Jacques Vaughn, that's fine. Uh, but to go with somebody like Nash, who was, again, on nobody's radar, uh, with all the coaches that are out there, the, the potential coaches, it's, it's, it's a weird, weird visual. Now, yeah. okay, Steve like Nash I was is saying, a very accomplished player. Um, I like think I was he deserves, saying, I think that you know, to if get you, the, the, the job, a job, if you if you break it down, it has to be an appeasement of Kevin Durant, right? There's no way that this is not Kevin Durant's uh, Kevin Durant's move and Kyrie Irving signing off on it because they're boys. Like we saw them got Kenny, get get Kenny Atkinson out of there and uh, for no reason, which is why I think the Bulls should hire him. But that's another story altogether. Mm. Um, I, I get people saying that it's 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 a tone deaf look. You know, with all that's going on with social unrest and, and things of that nature right now in the NBA. But, and I've seen people attack Kyrie for this, saying Kyrie was, you know, espousing all these things about not restarting so they could focus on it just to go out and, and, and stump for Steve Nash. But I think if you remember Kyrie's message of it's really not going to help anything coming back to play as a distraction, I think it, it's irrelevant, right? So I, I, I kind of pause when people say it's a, it's a, a bad look for them to go and hire this guy like that. Um, if again, this is what their stars want, I just want to know what do you guys think? Are you guys do you guys a think that it's a, a good move, and then do you think that there's it's a bad look for them to um, to go out and get Steve Nash when you have so many guys out there available on the market? Well, I think it's really hard to decide 
how good of a move this is when we still have yet to see either of the two stars of this team, this team take the floor. So it, it's undoubtedly a move for the players, but we don't know what kind of system we know. This is going to be a lot of ball in the hands of Kevin Durant ball in the hands of Kyrie Irving. But besides that, I don't see any direction, at least right now for this team, it might be pickup basketball. There might be a real system, but Steve Nash isn't going to come in with a set system that he's been in as an assistant five, 10 years in the league, learn from Popovich, learn from Doc Rivers. And honestly, I was surprised when I heard his name. I didn't even know he was the type of player that would consider coaching. He's a guy who's from Canada, has been really committed to improving the Canadian basketball, kind of, you know, bring that up, make it a respectable team internationally. But also he's a, you know, well-traveled, well-spoken man. He's actually very, uh, He's well-spoken on social justice issues. To me, I didn't expect him to be in the NBA. I thought he'd be somebody like uh, Kobe or LeBron that would have other ventures outside of basketball. I thought basketball was too small for him in his retirement. I thought he would have been playing soccer too much to get into coaching. (laughs) Because it was no secret that he loved to play soccer when he wasn't playing basketball. Like he was really talented. Like he's still. I mean, I'm sure he's still a really talented player at the footy. But I potentially love this move only because I've always thought Nash is like as a giver on the court when it comes to basketball more than anything. He looks to get other people set up first, and naturally, that can kind of translate to coaching a little bit. But you see people like kid get into coaching almost out of the blue without experience. And I always thought Nash compared to kid would kind of play better as a coach because that giving mentality I've always for no reason at all, just irrationally. I've always thought kid has had a alternate agenda when it comes to coaching. He was more in it for himself as opposed to the greater good of the team's success. Shout out to Rollins. Um, But it, I like it. Maybe he can maybe tame in the, out there-ness of Kyrie Irving because nice. we all know he's not the easiest dude to get along with. For, hold on, time out. I like that. The out there-ness. That's, <laughs> proceed. I know, I know there are better words to use like eccentric. No, that was fine. That was perfect. Out there Unique or organic type of person, but he's just a different dude. He threw out the idea of flat earth and people have he has people thinking he's a flat earther. No, I think he's honestly living life as a personal troll for these people, but that's another note. As far as Steve Nash working for this, if this is just a pacifying Kevin Durant, you do that. We don't know what he's like coming back from this injury, but when he got hurt, I was calling him the best player walking the planet. I don't know about y'all, but that was what I had Kevin Durant as. So if you have to keep that happy, you do what you have to do to keep that happy. I hope this works. I really do. Because... I thought when New Jersey became the Brooklyn Nets, I thought within five years they would be in title contention. I don't know what year we're on, but um, this may be the step they need. Because they, in today's day and age, it's not so much X's and O's for coaches that what makes them great on a team. It's their relationships with other players and how they're able to get the best out of those players. And I feel like Nash, in like you talk about what he's done for his teammates – he could probably do leaps and bounds for his players as a team. If he's the person they're all looking to. 
All right. Uh, <clears throat> I hear what everybody's saying about the uh, Steve Nash hire. Uh, it was a surprise to everybody, but let's keep it real. Uh, that's kind of the, the banana boat crew times two. Everybody want to play with their friends and they want to be coached by their friends. So, you know, and again, it's a, it's starting to become a buddy, buddy league. Uh, like I said, uh, earlier, or when we were uh, texting, whatever, I kind of, it's kind of a metrosexual thing going on in the, in the league right now. <laughs> so, Not about that. Everybody want everybody want, want their feelings coddled. Everybody wants to feel so important. And yeah, it's true. Uh, LeBron, you know, you, you see LeBron really changed that mentality. The players really do run the league now. They have the power. So the league is just so sensitive. It's just sensitive. I mean, that's just the whole that's the whole world nowadays. But the the hiring of Steve Nash, um, uh, I mean, if you if you looking for shock value, yeah, it's shocking. Um, if you're gonna do it that way, and I don't think the thing I don't um, it's, to me, it's not a black and white thing. This is that's my boy thing. Steve, you think about Steve. Uh, Steve Nash is really close with Kevin Durant when he was a consultant with Golden State. Uh, he can uh, level with uh, Kyrie Irving, even though we know the attitude of Kyrie Irving. Once he get real the wrong way, he kind of can become, I hate saying the word cancer, but he can kind of be a, a team disruptor. You know what I mean? Um, and then don't think the GM, Sean Marks, he played in Phoenix with uh, Steve Nash. So it's all it's all about I'm working with Boys. my friends, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the buddy buddy thing I I think Jock Vaughn got uh, the raw end of the deal because he did a great job with that team. And and if we're going by if we're going by um, previous history, you look at uh, 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 Derek Fisher and Jason Kidd when they no coaching experience and got them got those jobs. Even if, you can even go back to Vinny Del Negro. You know, oh no! Players. No no no! <laughs> no, I'm saying those are players that didn't have any coaching experience, but got the job. Nobody, Kurt. you know, they they Kurt, did nothing. Thank you. Well, I'm, had, I'm, I'm Steve, Steve no, Kerr had front Kurt. office. He had front office experience though. That's but that's not on the bench experience though. It's like, not. But Greg Popovich players. came off the out of the front office and coached and has won five championships. So True. there's precedent for it. Yeah. All right. All right. And and um and then Spolcher, you think uh, Eric Spolcher? He was a. Uh, he, he he was a film guy. He, right. he oh, he worked film, his way so. up. Yeah, he worked his way up. I'm saying he was, you know, he initially didn't have coaching experience, but I'm Started talking about guys. Started as a cashier, made his way to GM. <laughs> I'm talking about guys that just didn't have, did not have any coaching experience. They they didn't work well out with their teams, and they were they were gone before they their contract even expired. Like I said, Jack Vaughn, you know, he come from a championship caliber coaching with when he. When he was winning championships with San Antonio, he got that uh, experience. But like I said, this is a, a buddy buddy thing, and and what better situation to be in with Steve Nash? You got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, fresh, should be close to 100 percent if they're not 100 percent next year. You got a solid roster with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Levert if he can stay healthy, uh, Allen. I mean, he got a solid core. So it's kind of how mm-hmm. Steve Steve Kerr was successful with that team, but we all know that Mark Jackson built that team and got them ready for Steve Kerr to take mm. them to that next level. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happened. Like I said, he he has a good Steve Nash has a good starting point to be successful. So no, I I agree with you. I think so you don't have the same sentiment as Stephen A. 
Um, I don't have the same exact sentiment. I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, that's that's just the world. Like, I, I think if it's if it's uh, a, a black player in that situation, they don't get the job as easy because I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You look at all the the black coaches that's on the sidelines that's been around forever. Like we was talking earlier, Sam Cassell, Jock Vaughn, who stepped in and did a great job. Um, I know Mark Jackson has an issue with uh, his attitude, but I think uh, you say players didn't like him. I think it's because his religious views, you know, he's a, he's a, a devout Christian. So uh, a lot, a lot of people now are not, you know, they're not into religion, you know, more people are spiritual and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's another story for another day. That's just, I think um, that's why he got blackballed. I think the issue with the with Steve Nash thing isn't Steve Nash per se because you like I said you can make the you can make a case for Steve Nash to be whatever that's fine you've seen it happen um, for black players former black players as well I think it's the frequency thing that bothers people and the fact mm-hmm. that it almost like they went out of their way to find a guy um, who wasn't on anybody's radar no one had known that he wanted to be a coach we had guys like Chauncey Billups who was out here trying to get that role actively. Um, like you mentioned before, Will, before we started recording, Sam Cassell. Um, but that to me yeah, is Stackhouse kind of, and the G League. St- Jerry Stackhouse, Jawan Howard's been a coach around for a while. Um, Jock Vaughn, who's you know mm-hmm. now pay- being paid you know lightweight head coach money to be on the bench there. Um, but that to me points more to it being a Kevin Durant thing because all the stuff that they have done, the Brooklyn Nets have done up to this point have been very calculated. There haven't been many wild random moves until these two got here and they fired Sean, uh, they fired uh, Kenny Atkinson. But this would be in line with that. So I, again, I totally get the visual thing. Like, yeah, it probably, it might look bad if you thought, if you didn't realize what was actually at play here, but I do think it, it highlights the, the disparity in the amount of time, the frequency that you'll see that, Opportunity afforded to a former black player. Um, I, I don't know if I don't know if. I, I, well, Josh, no, I'm gonna say the reason I say I don't think it's a black and white thing in this situation because everybody st- with that organization they that all has have connections, yeah. the power, right? They have the power to make decisions. They all they they all cool with each yeah. other. They close. Mm-hmm. Sean mm-hmm. Marks, uh, Kevin Durant, and like I said, they they trying to keep the superstars. Happy, you know. I don't know what uh, Kevin Durant self life is is for the. You know, he's been in the league since '07. He's coming well, they, off they the were, Achilles. I, I believe there's pictures of uh, he and Nash recently working out together. Yeah, I mean they they've been working out say, together like for year, like for the last five years at least. Yeah. Last five six years. Yeah, because so Nash hasn't been an unlabeled assistant, so right. that's got to be where you know the relationship probably budded to begin with. Oh yeah, and then you think Nash? He played eighteen years in the league. Uh, he was more of a player. He's more of a, a, a culture player on the on the on the floor anyway. <laughs> if and you as look for at Mark, his career, uh, yeah. As for Mark Jackson, we can categorize it as religious views, but his religious views were impacting his work environment. He was making uh, statements about the type of sexual orientation that he would allow within his locker room while assistants on his team were of that orientation and the owner of the team is as well. Uh, he also said on the national broadcast that he yeah. would do things to LeBron's wife. Like 
it's not just players disliking yeah, no his cap. religious views, right? And I'm not like that's not a str- I'm not exaggerating. Like he, he was. Uh, he that's was what he wild. said. That I is didn't what he that. said. Wow. No cap. He look. Oh, it was. Wait, was not Rockers? That's white. LeBron's said he would knock Savannah out the park. Okay, I know. And tried to put the respectfully speaking. Yeah, so no, any- when we when we talk about Mark not getting a job, let's not try to you know water it down by saying they don't like his religious views. Because a you can have those religious views, but we're going in the locker room. You're at your workplace. That's not you know what I mean. This is you like you don't have to ask about their sexuality. So why does it matter? Well, I, and just, I understand. It didn't it. help That's that he said saying. that in San Francisco. That so, was that was just rubbing people in the San wrong Francisco. way. Well, I get. It. I'm saying the. Re- that's why I said. That's when I say he's a devout Christian. I mean, he's yeah, no, about the Bible and then they rub people the wrong way. Because again, we live in the liberal world now. That's too simple. That's too simplified. Because being a devout Christian should mean that you are understanding in that in that restricting love the everybody. access to it. Not not even love everybody. Not even saying that. Not even saying that. But saying that you going out of your way to say that you won't allow those people to be a part of your locker room. First of all, you, sir, are you're in somebody else's locker room. So like let's let's I understand you're the coach of the team. I'm not saying you don't you can't have your views. That's not and his views need to be respected because they are his religious views. What I'm saying is he allowed those religious views to impact how he was performing on the job. Because when you start alienating people within the organization, including the owner, you're a marked man. So like, mm, I, like yeah. I said, it's, you can, you can, you can chalk it up to it being his religious views. Cause that's why he said what he said, but it's, that's a way too simplified explanation for why he doesn't have a job now. And that's not even touching <laughs> him. Talk about cracking Savannah. Well, I wouldn't try to have my answer be too eccentric. I didn't want to no, sound no, like no. a Kyrie you, Irving. No, 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 no. Mark, 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 uh, I was Jackson's just making circle. Full circle. Mark Jackson's name comes up all the time, including for the Bulls job. But I'm just like, man, y'all got look. If for no. nothing else, he not getting mm-hmm. in until LeBron leave. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't see that. No, happening. but no, even more than that, I know. Mark Jackson as a pacer. You can keep him the hell out of here. No, thank you. <laughs> Same thing when they signed John Starks. What the hell are you doing? And I know I'm not the most religious man, but isn't it something along the lines of blessed the man that prays in his home and not the one on the street corner on a soapbox? Something like, like that. I, like I'm saying, he let it, he let it, affect <laughs> how he was able to do his job. And that's the only, that's where it became an issue. Like, look, if you're going to undertake this profession, knowing that you're going to interact with people of all types of backgrounds and all belief systems and that and third, you can't then restrict the access to those people without making them feel alienated. Because you don't, I'm not saying he was going around checking people and seeing what they were doing, but you clearly it got out. And again, the owner oh, of yeah. the team was of that prayer. Like, dude, I, it's only so much you can do. It's only so much you can do. And that's, again, like I said, well, that's not to you. That's to a lot of people because that name comes up very often. And I'm like, man, fam, like, I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I'm all good. I ain't take no offense to Jay, but I do, I I'm do good. agree. I do agree. Kenny Atkinson could be uh, in for the, uh, in for the same type of treatment. Do, do we get Stephen Ryan in here? Did he join the? Did he join the discussion? I am here, in. but I believe I called the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> Is this one eight 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 five six seven Joel? The home of Joe Olstein. Oh, oh God! Oh God! I, I don't know what no, I walked into. No, no. What's our doors, our doors would be open during a hurricane. Ooh. Fair. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I appreciate that support. Oh God! Got touchy. Let's okay, just move on. Let's just move on. on. <laughs> I don't want to know. 
that got too real. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I uh, I, no. So, what do you think about the Steve Nash hire, Steve? Um. I don't know what to think. I'm really just praying that the owner or general manager or whoever's running the Nets went to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and asked them who they wanted to hire. I know you're not supposed to let that happen, but I'm praying that was the case because that is the only that's logical sense that this makes. That's, that's the only logical sense this makes. Because, like, honestly, I was speculating, like, maybe Pops, but like Greg Popovich or... I mean, oh. that, I mean, it was very unlikely. I agree with that. It was very unlikely. But they, he put up his home for $5 million in San Antonio. They're not really going anywhere. You know, his wife passed away. He might want a new beginning somewhere. And why not just go get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? Like, but, but again, no, that's very like... ridiculous. It, it, I know it's ridiculous. But also the Steve Nash is the same thing. So why not? So why not? But well, again, Nash has no coaching experience. You're talking about one of the greatest ever in pop. So I think <laughs> I think it being going from San Antonio to New York is a bigger deal than 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 the, the team team thing. Yeah. Well, That's just fair. because it's a, a whole different type of environment going from small market San Antonio. Despite how successful there's still a small market ta- uh, team. God, wouldn't it be better just to see him be a dick to more people more often? Well, I hate that here in Chicago. Plot oh, that's Brooke. Pop comes to yeah. Chicago. And and, and what more love could he get though? He got his flowers in a small market in San Antonio. So like how much more love can he Dude, get? Well, first of all, the- you know Kyrie and Kevin respect the hell out of that man. Kevin Durant's faced him many yeah, times. Yeah, I'm not sure if they necessarily won't respect as much as a, a coach who they know that they will be allowed to do what they want to do. Like how much Fair. coaching of them That's is about the he only aspect do? I would be expecting. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine he's trying to get the rest of the players to see it, how they're going to do it. Now, I did want, hear one thing. They're going to play uh, more up-tempo under Nash, which would be a fun thing to see. Um, I mean, it sounds like they're expecting Kevin Durant to be at least close to how he was pre-injury. So, I, I don't I – expe- well, I shouldn't say I expect nothing less. He's getting older in age. Mm. But nevertheless, Kevin Durant's game is not based on athleticism. It's based on his silky smooth jump shot. Silky! Which, I mean, the man is – just Durantula, wet. the Slim Reaper. The Slim well, how did, Reaper. How did like, he I just, let Durantula go to go with He didn't with, like it. With he didn't like servant. it personally. But he, he picked like the servant. Like, no, he's, he's a weird here. guy. Yo, weird there's guy. already... They both are. They're both are. They're, 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 they're perfect. <laughs> That's why they vibe so well. They're just strange as fuck. The servant is <laughs> the servant is too close to the waiter. It's too close to the waiter. We already had that with Tony. Like, it's too similar. Slim Reaper was the coldest nickname I could think it of. It is. Come up with. I like That's Slim really Reaper. Nice. It is like, why one. didn't he it's like that one? one. No, it's not that he didn't like that one. He was actually on the corporation with Big Cat and Alex Rodriguez. And Big Cat called him out on it. He's like, why didn't you like the Slim Reaper? And he said he didn't feel like he had earned it yet. But now he feels like he could rock the nickname if it was brought back to him. Well, it's not too late. He, he's no, I know what I'm saying. You're, still I still saying. fear you. People still say it. That's not going to stop. It's kind of like the Will, Willis Tower. Black, Nobody calls it the Willis Tower. It's the Sears Tower. You don't, it's always you don't, Tower. No one calls it. No one calls it. Yeah. Uh, no one. What it? Guaranteed, no one calls it guaranteed rate financial. Yeah, field. no, that's a sell. <laughs> you mean Kaminsky? And for, it's exactly. Yeah, I was just yeah, about to say. It's so it called Kaminsky. It wait, wait. You mean old Kaminsky? <laughs> With oh, the N. Throwing N in there. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I mean, Cubs so, fans making socks jokes. I, Let's I, go. I, I, I laugh because Brooklyn is a team that I've, I seriously, since I started writing, it was a team that I said the the Bulls should try to mimic. And these past few moves, it's like with the coaching, it's kind of just kind of me like, mm, I don't know. 
because they had, like I said, they were doing a lot of calculated stuff and making all the right decisions. And now you're kind of pivoting from that and letting the players make the decisions for the rock for the team. I don't know. Again, though, their decision could be the Bulls game because I really think they should hire Kenny Atkinson. So, final thoughts on the, uh, on Yo, the Brooklyn Nets hiring Nash? <laughs> now that you said that, just got me thinking about Jerry Krause saying organization wins championships, not players. Oh, gosh. If the players pick the coach <laughs> and they go and win. I really shut down a lot of theories. Yeah, I know LeBron started there, right? No, <laughs> no, no, sir. Oh, 100, oh, sir. 100. Look, Bill that? Russell, Bill who, who Russell coached that? and played. Mm-hmm. So and I don't, <laughs> and you know an, what I'm saying? An elder one, an elder one. An elder, that. right, exactly. I'm always I'm always for a Bill Russell reference. The true I, you I, you can't at, I can't even say as a Bulls fan the true goat. Oh, come on, man. Wow, we're well, not first of all, that today. The true goat, that's a, that you that's know what? A, I think you just picked our next round table topic right If there, you want man. if you goat, want to talk all time discussion. stuff, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the man has Hold on. accolades. So when up you guys the talk, real, wait before we up move on. Ass. Before we move on, I have to ask: When you talk about goat, are you talking about NBA or basketball? Big time the game. The game that Dr. James Naismith created in basketball. Oh, okay. All right. We'll discuss. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that next one. Next one. That's, I think that's Cream maybe never that's lost whole, in college. Um, that's a whole episode. What, what, no, no, no. Look, what I, I can't. Pee Newton. Next Pee-wee episode. Newton? Was well, that was that buddy from New York? Pee-wee Kirkland? Kirkland, that's what it is. Kirkland. <laughs> I think the last dance solidified who the GOAT is, man. That's, we'll see. Here he got caught in JV. Oh, man. Oh, my oh, God. No, we're not doing this that's now. Let's not do this now. That's bait. Let's not do this now. That's what I said. Next episode is going to definitely be about the GOAT discussion. I know my Kareem wouldn't do that. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about greatest versus uh, best, too. We talked about that a little bit a couple episodes ago, so. Keep that mm. one under the hat for next time, guys. But <laughs> I want to talk about the officiating we saw on uh, Wednesday night in the, uh, what was it, game two for the Milwaukee Bucks and then the uh, uh, game seven for, uh, no, not game seven, for Miami. What was the one for Miami? That was game. Miami was game two. two. Game two. It was and game then, two for Miami and Milwaukee. Okay, okay. And then what about game seven, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray? Okay, there, there you go. So, the officiating to me, and I tweeted this out last night. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Buck, by the way. Um, I tweeted out last night, I am not a fan of how much officiating played a part in the end of either one of those games. Um, I said it mostly about the uh, the Miami game, but, oh, man. It, it, it I, They were blowing whistles for stuff. Again, I'm not generally a fan of swallowing the whistle, but I felt like they were calling ticky tack fouls at best, and I just I didn't I didn't like it. Um, now as far as the Bucks are concerned, I kind of feel like they did themselves in, and I don't feel bad that they ended up losing that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the Utah game, I was what just a- mad that one ended. I kind of wanted to see that. I wanted some free basketball for that one more than anything. So uh, that was my, my my disappointment there. But I didn't think either call was great. And, I, I again, I hate seeing whistles become a factor at the end of big games. Yeah. Um, you saw Rudy get upset, like, vi- like visibly upset at the rest for, getting, for not getting a call. But you're getting mad that a Plumlee made contact with you? Yeah, that's that's just the ball bounces. You shoot it. Plumleys get physical. That's just part of the game. That's what happens. But look, it was egregious at the end of game two. You can you can say, yeah, there was possibly contact on the three-point attempt, but 
you throw that in slow motion, nobody touched Jimmy. Nobody touched Jimmy. I I get makeup calls are a real thing. I wish they weren't. It's just that I, apparently some of these reps really want to be liked by players. I think that's what it comes down to. We all know refs are players that never quite cut it, but always wanted to be players. And I say this as a family member who is a referee. It hurts to say that, but it's the truth. They just wanted to continue to be in contact with basketball somewhere or, the other, or another. And what better way than to control the game? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it is. It should never be the case in any sport. The best referees, umpires, judges, whatever, are the ones that aren't noticed. And that is 100% the truth. The ones that are noticed, the ones that want the spotlight on them. And that was the case for game two, really, for the most part. It it shouldn't be that way, but that's what it is. It really is. Hey, I'm, I'm think refs is born. <laughs> I'm thinking game seven between the Thunder and the uh, and the Rockets, by the way. That was the other one. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That was the other one. I think the refs is bored in the bubble, too. They speak it to each other. Like, hey, yeah, let's make this interesting. Well, somebody shaved the, important. Yeah, somebody, the worst somebody, part is they got to see these people in the hotel too. They bro, stay close. You to gotta the walk out and oh, see them at the, at the like at the concierge mm-hmm. or something like that, getting some food. You at the snack bar together after he just at the bar or something. Yeah, <laughs> at the pool the next day. <laughs> hey, they the, the rest in line for Splash Mountain. Like the rest probably like, yeah, I dare you say something. Watch what I call next. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think, I got too, about on that. Speed dial, what? You heard Chris Paul after the game saying that he knows he's going to get fined because he was talking about Scott Foster before the game, and Foster ended up making that pivotal call, so he was talking again. Like, I, mm. th- the refs are human. You're going to tell me that there's not a time, like, look, okay, you can, you you might believe it. I don't believe it. There's not one moment that they don't go and be like, yeah, all right, well, next time I'm talk ish about it before the game, you know, I might not blow that whistle. <laughs> They're human. They human, but they petty humans. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So they said that the game, that game was the most watched game in, like, I can't remember. Oh, I wish I had it pulled up right now. Um, and I'm going to try as, as I'm saying, talking about it right here. Um, <laughs> the One of the most watched games in history and, it was fueled by pettiness, the revenge. That's what people wanted to see. <laughs> Think about the state of the world right now. It makes so much sense that that petty manifestation is what people were craving. It was a over. soap opera in prime time, man. Here it is. It drew the biggest TV ratings of any first round playoff game since 2018. It was also the most watched game of the season since January 31st. Now, granted, there was a big old gap in there. But, fam, people love to see people being petty. We are a horrible country. We are a horrible people. This you is ain't said nothing new. <laughs> you ain't said nothing new. <laughs> we want to see Chris Paul get some revenge on the Houston Rock. People hate Houston, by the way. They hate them. I don't okay. know why I found myself rooting against them last night. I don't know why. I love Russ. I love Buddy. Or yeah, Brody. Sorry, Brody. But, <laughs> I love me some Brody. But we like, quiet. Like who? <laughs> Brody. My bad. Yeah. But like, I like when when you had Russ yelling at fans in stands. I was one of the first people. Like, you get him, Russ. You go get him, Russ. Like, I love Russ. But Russ, my favorite player. Yeah, I found myself rooting against him last night. Horrible, horrible person. 
Oh, I thought this, <laughs> other than the refs, though, there was such really great basketball we got to see for the majority of not just this game, but the series. I mean, who thought Lou Dort would go off for 30 points at a very young oh, age, I might thought, ask? Who thought you. Lou Dort would put the handcuffs on James Harden for not the I, series? Not I. That was insane. He's built kind of, I mean, they're built the very one similarly, quote but you don't see the broadcast. themselves in front of him like that. On the broadcast, they quoted Chris Paul as saying, I will ride with Lou Dory till my last year, like something like till the end or something like that. That's my ride or die right there. Wow. And like I from that, say, that point, I'm like, all right, I see you, Lou. Chris Paul, too. And I'm, I know I'm linked to the party. I don't care. Chris Paul uh, earned a lot of respect for me, um, much in the way that Kyle Lowry did during last year's uh, uh, championship run, finals run for the Raptors. Chris Paul earned it just by uplifting those around him and doing the stuff necessary to win with his Luka moment, hitting that big walk-off shot. Like just the type of stuff that they were doing. Um, again, they were what they had a, like a, a fractional chance of making the postseason when the year began and to make it to where they did. That's a testament to him. You know, he did. He wasn't even supposed to be, he's supposed to be in Miami right now with Jimmy in South beach. Yep. And when that trade happened, Everyone wrote off Oklahoma City. Yeah. They, everyone assumed, Not just for this year, for Chris the next like, three years. Right. Oh, everyone goodness. thought he was going to get traded. They thought yeah. it was a foregone conclusion. Paul was out of there. Me too. Like, if you think, if you assume that, looking at the team, your best player, Shea, with a Steven Adams in today's game, that but team they, is winning not 20 games. That team's not winning they had 20 me, games. They had me rooting for Billy Donovan for coach of the year. And if you know oh, anything about God. me, you know I cannot stand Billy Donovan. So, like, that's just, that's how impressive it was. And I had to stop and realize, like, wait a minute, this is a CP3 effect because Billy Donovan is trash. There's no way you're going to convince me that he got this group to play better than the group that he had in a year before this. <laughs> I always thought I knew quite a bit about you. I didn't really, weren't quite clear on your Billy Donovan takes. Cannot stand Yeah, that's something I learned right now. Billy Donovan, Scott Brooks, um, who else? I Any think, Oklahoma uh, City Thunder? No, well, white coaches. I got you, Josh. I got you. Oh wow, that's what we're going with this. Wow. I just, I just said Steve Nash had earned it, even though he hasn't had a coaching. You know, Canadian. I'm playing. Damn, that is hurt. You said Canadian, wow. like that's something different. This man. Was. No, but like, like He's European. He speaks French. What next? Uh, next, you gonna say you got a problem with Steve Kerr? No, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's a mess. All right, Jason Kidd is a mess. Jason oh. Kidd is just a mess of a person. I, I, exactly. I said, I said in the group chat, Jason Kidd fights current players over women still. So like, exactly. well, Jason I, Kidd I, is a that's, mess that's, and a half. That's, that's not unique to him. That's not. That's not. I can't mess with Jason Kidd. No, no, but like, yeah, man. And that's what got. He wasn't the only one that got abused. He wasn't the only one that got abused. Oh my god. They got in fights. No, no, yeah, I heard about that. They used to get in fights. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, I, listen. That's real either love. Either way though. it goes. Yeah, that's love you don't understand. That's <laughs> love I don't want. What's love got to do with it? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. That crazy love. That crazy love. But, so, yeah, I just, I found myself rooting for Billy Diamond this season, but I think the Thunder, or the Rockets, excuse me, need to be concerned. Um because oh, yeah. they're about to face a, a, a monster next round. And I don't think they can stop. What are you going to do with AD? And then you still can have the potential for Dwight to have a solid game. You got who's guarding Kuzma? Who's guarding Kuzma? Because you got to guard AD. Or you got, you know what I mean? Like it's. Fashion Week will guard Kuzma. Oh my gosh. <sighs> PJ, hey, Look, I thought you meant. I thought you meant Houston had an issue 
like in general going forward as far as years down the line. Oh, this, that's this is, also very if true. They don't, yeah, if they don't win, they're they're probably going to be blown up. I mean, I thought they were going to get uh, blown up anyway if they lost this last series, but they, I think they need to make some of the finals to the Western Conference Finals at least to keep this together. Man, small ball only works on They've got on Tuesday? Oh, on 2K? <laughs> oh, okay. 2K. Look at that, the calendar. Like, well, how many games do they play on Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It only works on 2K. Uh, yeah, like, I knew Will. Average 40. I knew you were slick with the numbers, Will, but I'm like, damn. Hey, if I look at base, what is this? Well, they don't play till Thursday. This is a problem. This is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> the Cubs are really good on leap years. I think we learned that. I don't remember which. Word. Yeah, no, I, that, I, yeah, he like you said, Josh. He this this round, Houston, Houston in trouble. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose in five. I got give them one game. They might get hot, hit 20, 25 threes in one game or something. <laughs> they know for one of them games, but yeah, I'd argue. I'd say they might get one game if home court was a thing, but we're in the bubble and that does not exist. You're just so, talking straight hoops. Who's the better team, Lakers and four? You think a sweep is coming? Oh, I don't think it's that. very possible. No, 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 no. no. I very think possible. They're a sweep. I think Houston gets one game. It's at very least. possible. It's very possible. Now that I think about my thoughts on last night, I do feel like part of the reason why I wanted Oklahoma City was to get Chris Paul and Rondo back together because Rondo's coming out of quarantine uh, round two, right? Yeah, he should be. Yeah, buddy, that's what I wanted. That's Playoff what I wanted. Rondo. Nice eleven five and five guy, <laughs> With and like no and miles. no turnovers and two steals. What you want? Exactly, a horrendous defense. Actually, oh, he plays. Actually, yeah. he plays decent Whoa. defense in the playoffs. Wow. He plays defense deep. Yeah, defense I was gonna say play, playoffs. Playoffs. You're gonna knock him for something. Knock him for free throws that he shoots about as well as Joakim Noah with a little better form. We're just shooting. Period. First of all, don't just disrespect Joakim Noah like that. Hold on, Mr. Like the numbers. It's ugly, but it goes in about. He said, yeah, but he said, the joke is like seventy percent. You're right. You're right. He's better than. He's, he's better way than better than Rondo. Right? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no excuse for Rondo. Absolutely. Exactly. You're dra- you're right. Look, if you're gonna drag Joe Kim Noah for anything, it's gonna be putting his mask under his nose, yo. No, I love Joe. I love. I love Joe. Right? But that wasn't. Yeah, I don't care what Joe Kim Noah does. He's my. He's all right. With I me. love him. He can always you guys do, get he a, do whatever uh, he wants. Did you guys get a chance to watch the Boston Celtics uh, have that final moment against the Toronto Raptors? I did. I was ready to come on this podcast and let everyone hear it. Dude, I I thought thought Toronto was cooked. I tweeted it. I tweeted out Toronto was was cooked, and that was a wrap. They're still cooked. They're still cooked. I don't know, man. 2-1 is way different than 3-0. It is. It is. But the way they won game three... And it's not like home court's a thing. I'm confident that the Celtics are come out. I mean, not kill Didn't we already game. have a, a team that came back from 3-1 this year? In this yeah, player? I'm not worried yeah. about the Celtics, no, though. The but first thought when I saw that, so okay. when I saw that shot, my first thought was 05 finals. The one game the Lakers won was because Kobe hit a buzzer beater to send it into OT. That was it. And how do you think Like, look? that was my thought on that. Damn. 05 finals. Good call. That's, a, that's not a, a positive thought, man. Was that the right year? Jason though? Tatum. Oh, four. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is blossoming before our very eyes. He can make the pass. He can shoot it well. I mean, I've no, we've known he's going to be good. We just oh. wait to win. You heard them talk about it during the broadcast. I can't I wait till Jimmy gets his hands on Tatum. Yeah, I'm, a, but I'm really excited for that. Hey, I bet Tatum's not playmaking is great. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 no. I am. 
It's done. No. Oh, man. It's done. No way. They don't got done at two You don't deserve to lose Kawhi Leonard and then go back to the finals. I'm just a firm believer in that. This is totally a firm believer in that. Deserve. Yo, this is sports. Wait, wait, you want wait, to talk about not, what you deserve in Not sports-related. Sports not sports-related. Okay. Does anybody know what the hell the movie Tenet is about? No. I, I, I no. do kind of. It's about altering time in the I just past. know that guy from Ballers is in it. It's some weird... Because it looks like some... Disney, not, Disney it's a Washington. Washington. concept. Yeah, it's, it's it's a, yes. yeah, I know. I, that's why I'm like, okay, but it's wait. like some Inception-type gravity-defying stuff exactly. in here. Mm-hmm. Which guy from Ballers, the main character that caught COVID... No, no, John David Washington. Okay. Like hey, the receiver. Real quick on the rock. Real quick on the rock. I had the a rock. Buddy text me. The rock caught COVID. You didn't see that? Yeah, yeah I know. His whole family I know. caught the COVID. I know. They're not contagious anymore. I had a buddy text me. His blood will be used as a cure now. Watch. I bet. It's already on the marketing tour. It's already got a movie deal. I wouldn't oh not have <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm seven bucks on seven bucks productions. Yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys expect to happen now going forward? I know right now the Clippers are putting it to the Denver Nuggets, which is not a surprise. Um, I think that Denver kind of used up all their, their lives in the last round. Um, what do you guys expect to go going forward? Do you think it's going to be chalk now, Lakers, Clippers? Uh, and then what do you have going on in the East? Well, the East Celtics. Be- East Celtics. No, no. The, the East is chalk because Toronto is going to use this. Kyle, Kyle, oh, I can't talk. Kyle Lowry finally playing well is actually going to ignite them forward. I expect them to win the next two games of this series, Ooh. if not Kyle Lowry and all of his booty. Yeah. They kept talking about that. I laughed, and I'm like, just say he, he throws ass. his ass well. He is clearing people around by juking. He knows how to throw that ass. Pulse. <laughs> <laughs> we're not Doesn't talking take. about NFL juking. We're not Man, talking about that kind no, of juke. No, no, this is juke Chicago juke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some people might know it as some form of twerking as well. Jukes and jumpers? Nah. Hey, 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 okay. that's a solid reference, right? How, there. how did we get to? How did we get to Kyrie ass and, and twerking? <laughs> <laughs> no, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Lowry, he just throws yeah, it Lowry's around. Ass. He gets like horizontal when going for layups on these people. It's in, it's intense. Hey, it's and intense. it keeps getting worse. And he finishes. <laughs> to his credit. How great of a running back would Kyle Lowry have been? Oh, well, he'd have been a solid. Dude, he I might he like be that. like a receiver or tight end. He's like six. What is he? Six one six, or something? One. Six one. He'd have been exactly. a running back. He played no, DB a receiver. He a played DB. Receiver. Yeah. Okay. He was Could a number, not right? Bring his ass down. Speaking of DB, the I last white DB to start a game was in two thousand three. Jason in any seat in any, any NFL game, yes. Strongest white was it? Oh, what was the dude from? What was the dude from the Giants? Yep, that's him. Jason Seahorn, my guy. Yeah. I don't wow. know. I, uh, finishing his Wait, you're kidding. Rams. Wait, I'm you're not, kidding, right? I'm not, though. <laughs> not. Kidding about what? The him being the last one? The last white person, yes. No, he was. They So there was a guy Ka- from Oregon. Was it Conti? No, Conti was a safety. <laughs> yeah, Adam was a Archuleta safety. was a safety. Please don't say Chris Conti. No, no, no. Archuleta. <laughs> that guy's sorry. an idiot. I'm sorry. Hey, David Archuleta? Archuleta? Archuleta with the Rams was, was my horrible. guy. What? Hey, yo. Horrible. Chris Conti got a job with the Rams. The Bears. Yeah, exactly. He went to Tampa Bay. Yeah, That's for amazing. Tampa Bay, where they only had uh, and played for you know, a couple of years too. They had That's cinder blocks in their back, and they <laughs> literally had nobody. Okay, Never well, let they anyone were dumb tell you to can't come back Conti, so. Yeah, Archuleta put all them big numbers up in in the in the combine. Everybody, like, oh, he's gonna be the next great safety. That dude he couldn't. Was solid. 
He, he couldn't cover a bed. He couldn't cover a bed. I remember being excited when the Bears got <laughs> him. Like, I was pumped when the Bears got him. Okay, since we've made the transition, let's talk about some football. We had yes. a big, big move happen. Um, we didn't, I don't know if we touched on it. Is it? Right yeah, well, I think, I, listen, I'm not going to knock it because of what the situation is. So, Leonard Fournette got released by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were going out there disparaging the man's name, talking about they couldn't find a taker. Uh, fifth, sixth, seventh round pick. We couldn't find anything per head coach Doug Marone. Um, he ends up landing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who all offseason have been touting Ronald Jones. They have, they drafted a, a rookie. I can't remember his, la- uh, his name. Uh, something. Vaughn. Vaughn. Um, they got uh, LaShawn McCoy. They got a couple other unknown backs. Like, nobody saw this coming there, but it ended up being uh, that's where he landed. So, Leonard Fortnite, in that situation, I think that's I think that's a good fit. You got a hammer. Ronald Jones doesn't have to do anything right now, even though they're still saying it's going to be Jones as a starter. Fortnite will take that job. Um, yeah, he will. I, I just, I, I don't, I think this is a good spot for him. We'll see how it works out, but I think this is a good, a good signing. Did anybody see the list of backs taken after Fournette in that draft in seven? Yes, dude, that was nuts. <laughs> well, see, but, but Fournette a, wasn't a bad back out of the draft. But see, here's the thing, though: people keep talking about his draft selection and that kind of stuff. But this is not what the Bucks are getting. They're getting like one year for like three and a half million. Like that's, that's not a, bad. You know that's what I mean? a steal, like, right? Like I don't for running back. Too much for running back. It's too much for running back. He's at this oh, age. Oh man, this man tripping. He talking. He just talking. <laughs> Get dumb paybacks. Yeah. Leonard Fournette is still a solid back. He look at his numbers. Last year he rushed for over what twelve hundred yards and had like five touchdowns. Well, he does in 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 a in a a, tur- a tumultuous season with that uh, with that organization with a trash organization. Like and then his offensive line, his offensive line was trash the whole time he was there. They've been trash. Let's not trash the cons, all right? Got to like the AFC title game that year. Somehow. I don't I don't I just That was their defense. So yeah. That was their yeah, defense. Yeah, that was that a they, they, they let, starters they from anymore. First. They broke that up first. Like it, it right. it's it's I say it all the time about uh, organizations. Some of them are just doomed to be or destined to be uh, glorified farm systems because they just don't know how to operate and maintain. But again, like you said, Leonard Fournette on that Tampa Bay Bucks team, <laughs> Look at that team on paper, man. On their problem, brother Will, take them to church. Let them know what we talking yeah, about. That's a problem right there. Nasty. Come on, man. They get the the got. They got three studs at uh tight end that can start on any team. <laughs> the worst one is Brady. That's not wild on any team. How uh, did the Pats not want one of those? Mad deal. No, you can just I, take Rock for a sixth. I have well, no it was idea. a sixth, right? Yeah. You could have had it. You had to give me. Nah, y'all Howard could have him. Yeah, that's got to be. I think that's got to be a Belichick pride type of deal because I don't know how at you don't the get time one of them. Well, the pride at the time, the WWE twenty four seven champion. I don't know oh how you my can survive that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hey, make note. That's true. Chris Guy with Mike Evans, man, they, and they got a stud offensive mm. lineman in. The, Is Deshaun uh, Jackson still the there? From, from no, Philly. No, Philly, okay, I believe so. Oh, he went back to Philly. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, well, yeah, they're gross. Then you got uh, six time champion, even though he's forty, but he really ain't got to throw the ball far. Exactly, God, his weapons. <laughs> Mike Evans in the red zone. I've been trying to get Mike Evans in every fantasy football league, and I'll talk about that in a second too. Every fantasy I have him on my fantasy team. I fantasy, I have, I have dynasty fantasy. Let's go. 
Oh. I got Mike Evans and Pat. Let's go. Ooh, Ooh. that's a nice deck. Good Lord. In my first round this year, it, I got DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry. Oh, no. Dynasty either. League's a whole different game. Yeah, I know. I wish it's we like did that. super keepers. Super oh, keepers. God. How, how, you, get to keep them, you get to keep them forever, don't you? you yeah, it's draft basically drafted rookies. Though. Yeah, you're basically drafting rookies. It was it was a weird it was a weird thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Paying off clearly. So, yeah. Okay, so I think we're all in agreement. It's so not a bad move, Matt. Do you agree? No, absolutely. What, what did the Bears just sign Cairo Santos for? Probably a third of that money. It, oh, it's, no. it's barely anything. Who what, you, no. <laughs> the right. kicker to bring him in for competition? Look, three million dollars. You're paying. First of all, that competition in order to win the job. No, he's talking about the kicker for the, yeah, the Bears brought in Santos. Yeah, I know, Kyro Santo. He's going to no, win the no, job. No, we're not going no, there. We're not going there, right? He's not winning no. the job. Listen, he hasn't been good in like four years. Listen, Who's the other guy? Jr. It, Eddie Pinero. I know, oh, my God. <laughs> 82%. Go ahead, oh, double do- wait, I'd rather have Kyro Santo. double doink? No, that's Cody Parker. trash for us. This isn't a new name for the Bears. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, Ronald Jones the second. I I guess is the starter. It makes no sense to me. He's the worst of the three. As someone who had to rock Ronald Jones <laughs> last year in fantasy, he's garbage. He, he ran for like eight times for 11 yards in multiple, multiple games. And we have Jameis throwing it out that much. You can't find a gap to get at least one five yard gain. Come on, dude. It just, it, it, it's just to give no pressure to, I guess, Fournette getting used to a system, but that, that job is good as gone by week two. You got to stay healthy though. If he's healthy. Sure. And then LaShawn will take so. it if Fournette doesn't. Because I'm telling <laughs> you, have all the Jones is injuries. terrible. He can't catch the ball. He can't run. He might as well be lining up at U tight end or whatever just to block. It's just useless. Their line has been sketchy, and I think they've improved that this offseason. Right, so they could they've use got, one more body up there. <laughs> man. I, oh, I, like the Bears used to do and just always have six men up there? Yeah, yeah. Always yeah. have a second tight end, but so. oh my God. they're just out there as the left, left tackle. Matt has no faith in Ronald Jones. <laughs> the left, left tackle. No. no, I actually have complete faith in him to, to F it up, so there's no Dang. chance that he's actually going to do well. Well Dang. said. You can hold me to that. That's terrible. That's not good, man. That's not good. As long, hey, as long as they keep throwing touchdowns to Mike Evans, I'm good this year. Sure. I got to get my hands on him in, in one of these drafts, man. So, okay. The other news, some some other news. Josh Gordon signs with the Seattle Seahawks. He has not been reinstated yet, but he has re-signed with the Seattle Seahawks. Do you see him making an impact this season at all? No. Not till week no. nine or seven. I think it was six games he suspended. He's going to be happy for now. I mean, he high right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so am I. I can't even. Uh, oh my god. To be honest, why? Why is the NFL still testing for wheat? Yeah, I, look, NBA said we don't care. Y'all come down. They, they, they do not don't care. Adam Silver said, "Don't let what? me see it, and I won't say I smell it." I want. I no, want those guys the doing the best they test, can. But- the NBA used to test, but that was a joke. There were reports of the Brad Miller Bulls getting high at halftime, man. Like that. I bet. Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Talking Kirk Heinrich, Brad yeah. Miller, John Salmons. <laughs> the third quarter was always an issue. Dude. And they, so pushed the Celtics to seven. <laughs> and they pushed the Celtics to seven. I think that's pretty impressive. I think yeah. it's pretty impressive. Maybe it's like maybe it's like they were all probably living in a car wreck. You know, John Salmons played a role that series. Game, you just played he like played a John role Salmon. for us. 
John Collins played the role for that is two years. That whole Dude, like, Tyrus Thomas two, knocked down a big ass there. three in game one. I remember it. Is that in oh, that Tyrus trade Thomas. we had Dwight Gooden or somebody? Dude, you know, squad. We had a squad. That Joe No, that Joe No coast to coast and oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's one of the worst game seven. Yes. Okay, but Ooh. back to back to Josh Gordon though. So we don't see oh, yeah. if he can yeah. impact yeah. all this season. I mean, even if he let's, let's let's talk week nine on, does he make an impact in the season at all? If somebody yes. gets hurt, he could. I think he could. I think I it's one week wonder. With New England, Chris Carson, Tyler so, Lockett, and uh, I mean, he's he arguably the, one of the best receivers to ever do it. Yes, he hasn't done. Not, he hasn't he done it since 2013. I'm just saying, he led the league while high. So, yes, that's yes, that's that's bad skill, bro. That's bad. See, well, okay. So here's the thing with him, though, because I, I was I always used to make the argument like if they just stop banning weed, he'd be fine. Exactly. So for him, I think it's like other issues. I think it's like a combination of, of weed, depression, and alcohol. Like he has yeah. some issues that are are deeper than just substance. So like Absolutely. that's why I, I wonder, even if they were to pass it, I feel like he's like always just that one instance away from being right back out. And that's why I just can't seem to, I can't get behind it. It's been a couple of years since I've been able to say, yeah, I think he could do something. So this is what happens. So How when the league stops you, so yeah, besides the amount of chance, well, again, if weed was, they didn't ban it, he'd have, he'd be on like his third chance maybe. But I mean, if they would just not test for it and you know, if you choose to get high, blah, 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 that's your choice. Um, maybe he wouldn't have slipped into depression or the alcohol drinking because he wouldn't have had to try to stay not high. Well, they say he just he recently sold the Super Bowl ring that the Patriots gave him. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't seem like a good situation. So I, I saw it. I was like, mm, that's cool. But I don't know how well that's gonna go because I just don't know if that's a that's an addiction problem. Yeah, yeah. it reminds me yeah. of Percy Harvin so much that like that when that guy was uh, on the field. He, no, no. Let, let let me finish, and and I'll, like here's why. And Percy Harvin, when he retired, he came out and said, "Listen, when I got to the NFL, I couldn't smoke weed anymore." And the only thing that helped my migraines, which was his main issue getting on the field, was smoking weed. When he took that away, he was always one issue away. And we never got to see that great team where he had, uh, was it Peterson, Percy Harvin, and uh, who was their quarterback at the time? Who wasn't that good? It was, uh, oh, shoot, Tavares Jackson, gotcha. somebody mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But the point was that Harvin couldn't get on the field and he, he needed we to do it. I'm not advocating for it, but he Gordon feels like one of those players, like you said, Josh, that he he's feeding a di- deeper issue and it might be a mental issue. might be a physical issue. It might be, you know, something, but either way, I just don't see him staying on the field. We've wanted him to stay on the field for like five straight years now with the Browns, with the Patriots, with any team he's tried and always something has stopped it. Usually it's the weed, but there's a reason he needs the weed. Yeah, you're right. And you got to think, what are these teams trying to do to maybe help him if it's more than weed? Cause like you said, well, it's an addiction if you're selling your championship ring to, you know, to feed that addiction. But that's stronger than weed, man. That's stronger than weed. That's not just weed. That's something else. Um, Pawning off something, that comes to harder stuff, you know, stuff that you've got to add baking soda and cook it up. I don't know what to do. I just know the Wow. That type of thing. Wow. Quoting, <laughs> quoting Cat Williams. Just quoting Cat oh. Williams. Oh my god. But like god. that that's not just a marijuana issue when you're no, pawning and talking off stuff to feed an addiction. That's... I just want to update everybody. Um, it is 6791 or 9167 right now. Clippers going into the fourth quarter. Uh 12 seconds ugh. left in the third. Yo, I, I said I had a friend that went 
I said before we went live, I had a friend put big money on the Nuggets to win the series, no. and I wish he came to me before he did I, that. I, man, I mean, it's game, oh, it's game one, but I I don't know, man. Because before we were talking it's about game- how the Clippers are going to have expended too much energy, but Denver's coming off a of game seven. Like, they didn't, you know, the, the same yeah. way. So Kawhi's not it's playing like, around, I, man. He's not you know, playing around. Kawhi's been, Kawhi's been. And I was talking since, about since home court advantage. He doesn't know how to play around. Like, and I was talking about home court advantage. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the robots got one speed, man. <laughs> but like I was talking about earlier about home court advantage with the Rockets. Denver arguably has the best home court advantage that any team has. And we're not talking about the stadium. We're just talking about pure nature and altitude. Right. I know up here in these mountains, it's a different game. Love it just hurt. hits different. <laughs> well, I, I think I'm well adjusted at this point. But yeah, it's, it is different. It takes a while. Altitude sickness is a real thing. And like those are like, that's real effect. That's what happened on those players that aren't used to it. Being in the bubble, you don't have that advantage. So that's definitely going to hurt Denver. Because you can argue that helped them to get to game seven against Portland last year. Because I think on paper, Portland was for sure the better team. Uh, but you think so? That's definitely something. Look where Dame's at now. Look where Dame's at now. Like it, it was like it's that Dame dollar in a better at the at the time. It was uh, you can argue a better team around him. But like I was thought, I honestly that Nurkic broke his leg. Nurkic was hurt before that. Was that yeah. before that? Because you had Myers I mean, Leonard I, making a miraculous. Yeah. Myers like, Leonard with the three balls. Uh, Seven mm-hmm. one out here plucking yeah, I threes. Think, I think Nurkic was hurt going into the playoffs already. That yeah, was I a think nasty right. injury. That was disgusting. I remember seeing him fall to the side. Yeah, stadium. that was gross. And like he didn't he come, only just come back post bubble too. Uh, like he only just came back because or was he back before that? No, I don't he think came he was back, back to the bubble the season. No, he came back to the yeah, bubble. Yeah, yeah. those uh, retook them restart games or whatever, them scrimmages. That's when he started. Yeah, I remember seeing Portland social media getting big about that, how he was back. Uh, but just as far – I forgot where we're at. Man. Talking I forgot about, my train of thought. I'm sorry. You on that Josh Gordon? <laughs> nah. Well <laughs> – it's just been a long day. I haven't eaten. I'm I'm more hungry Ooh. than anything. Um, but same here. Yeah, it hurts right here, like right around here. It hurts. Like Tum tum needs um, foods. <laughs> I know better than to eat just before coming on air, man. Like yeah, that's you don't want to be burped with a hiccup and all that. So like, <laughs> it, worst things have happened just, on this show. True. I, I wasn't on that episode, but oh, I did watch man. it. Oh, <laughs> I am well aware of tone. The the whoa whoa whoa! Who said the, anything about the, tone? What are you what are you dropping? Nick? What tone am I taking? I'm sorry. Mean. No no no! I mean, I mean, the tone of the episode <laughs> ah, that yes, I missed. Yes, yes. The tone of the episode that I missed was a little sloppy. Yeah, you're right. I did ah. go back and check it out. It was oh, a little. It was a little. <laughs> it, it it was it was a little. Uh, it was intricate. Tipsy. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny because we were all. I think we were all watching the shots eccentric. go down. Like the word oh. of the day is eccentric. At some the word point, word of the day will is eccentric. I don't care right. who you are. At some point, the alcohol wins. <laughs> That's just inevitable. So, hey, yo, you enabler, Josh. You put him on a two drink minimum at the end of that episode. I did wow. go back and watch it. <laughs> wow. 
I did. I definitely did. I heard that. Not even on front. Uh, before we talk about the the surprising Chicago baseball scene, I want to address the fantasy football league. We are still trying to get the email addresses for the winners. So we got two in right now. We got four members. So we only need four more email addresses to make sure that we can have a season to go off um, and give that gift card away to anybody. So if you want to. Uh, head over to the Clockers Twitter page, Clocker Sports. Uh, head over to the Facebook page and like either tweet or the post on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, we'll get your email address in there and try to do a drawing by this weekend. And we're going to draft early next week sometime, so be free for that and be ready uh, there. That being said, I want to end up this roundtable talking about the Cubs and the White Sox and their surprising runs uh, this season in baseball. It's only like 20, 24, 25 games, something like that. We're almost there. Both teams are looking like they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, let's talk about that. We talked about it in the beginning of the year and how surprised we were. Let's talk about the the uh, kind of, I guess, the surprise now that they're still here. And they got the same exact record. They're both 22 and 15 right now. That's crazy. Uh, but head to head, those Sox fans will tell you the Sox would be ahead of the Cubs. Yeah, but they only needed <laughs> one scenario, and that's not the World Series, and that would make all our days, I think. Oh, oh Chicago. yeah, this, oh. the Chicago oh. World Series, it doesn't happen in Chicago. Oh. Yeah. It might happen. That's it would fair. happen in Chicago. That's, but a, like, fair, that's a fair call. That's that a fair is. call. But I would uh, love that. And it's going to suck, though, as a Cubs fan when the Sox win. I don't know if they would. I don't we'll know see. If they would. We'll see. I don't know. I, I, I just watched bomb by Luis Robert. We're kind of fucked. I see, think the South Side the takes thing. it a little bit more Lou seriously. Yeah, they're gross. Watch Eloy be MVP in the Chicago World Series, and it just hurt that much more. Oh, oh yeah. I can see Tim Anderson being the and hero. And Dylan Cease gets two guys. wins. Oh, come on, man. Yo, just the way Tim Anderson gets that. out for us. Tim Anderson's my dude. It, I like yo, Tim Anderson. Yeah, I love Tim. Can we yo, get back-to-back back Chicago middle infield covers for the show? We got Javi, maybe Tim Anderson next year? He's one of the most captivating people in baseball. I think it's going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. I, no, you know what? Oh, be oh awesome. yeah. Let's not even let's not even front about that's what that man's doing. He's got the pizzazz. You need some You're pizzazz. Right, and no, the 13 home runs and the above 300 batting average and breaking every unwritten rule in baseball, and I'm just nothing but here for it. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm here for it. Here for it. If you want to be a rule, you need to write that ish down. I hate that. I hate that. That is ironic, though. Tim Anderson, I come up, was breaking the shit out of some rules. That's true. Yes. That's why I like him. He was watching everything. Watching everything. The ball, the bat. Staring him down. That's right. I would. People don't understand. If you were able to do that, I would stare the fuck out of it. You gotta have some street one hundred percent. A no doubter. That backyard, that backyard, uh, uh, at uh, element to it. You, you need it. That makes it fun. If that ball, if that bat doesn't flip more than four times, it's a disappointing the flip. Swag. <laughs> you gotta add some swag to the game to keep these kids interested. To keep yeah, these right. kids interested, man. It's all about talk about demos. It's all about those kids, and if. And if you're blocking out games for regions oh, yeah. and not sharing, not having your highlights available to get on social media for these kids to see it's a problem for the game. Yeah. And they suck at it. Well, it's gotta be, you gotta be able to present it in a sports section, a sports center highlight package. And a lot of times the baseball, the most exciting part about a baseball game is the announcing, you know what I mean? So yeah, that, but and like, the nuances. Shout out to right, well, to I was about to say they do a great job with the web gyms and stuff like that. So you you get it. It's just 
those moments in an actual game are fewer and far between, far further between than in most other sports. And that's the only, like, I always say, I don't mind being at a baseball game. I love playing baseball, but like watching an entire game, like Nintendo, I, I, I you can get other things done. Yeah, fam. The only other oh yeah, there's a reason golf. they have it's you do uh, homework while you watch. Exactly, <laughs> man. Golf is a nat time sport. Um, baseball yep. is a is a chore sport, and then oh, everything else I got to be fully. I think good. baseball just needs you know keep radio alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, it'd be a nice niche for them, and <laughs> both both businesses can strive for greatness. Radio coming right too. behind visual media yeah them and boxing except for the pay-per-views boxing Ooh. needs to get a central organization and i know stop i know effing around yes. with all of this with all these but fun. i love how no, it's like buck, drug dealers and shit. Like a, like that. 150 buck, belts buck how long has that been the problem how forever. long has there been forever. how long has there been too many weight divisions and too many organizations forever i think you can maybe argue now that maybe the ring, 90s were good magazine maybe ring magazine is kind of the consensus title but like it's it's tough is it's it? real tough with rock <laughs> like okay you you can't you don't know which one it is because there's right. too damn many you it's have a linear champion obviously that's clearly what it means you know the like <laughs> the WBA I, 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 or the no, WBA. I know I know I just it, it there's too damn many yeah there, you, gotta, you it, gotta figure that there out. needs to be like the UFC and Ryzen and Strike, there needs to be definite organizations that have mm-hmm. their definite champions. I mean, Andy and Ruiz still has a title or two, which is the saddest thing I've heard. Yeah, no, it's not. I think the closest thing we had to kind of, I think our last hope was was kind of uh, not an- who not Anthony? Yeah, Anthony Joshua. Anthony no. Joshua before oh, he lost Joshua, Ruiz. before he became so Joshua the Brit. No, never mind. What? Joshua was the Brit. My bad. So Wilder, was Joshua the Brit. Yeah, Joshua was yeah. the Brit. Wilder, yes. Wilder was Jan's yeah. bomber. Wilder was Wilder was the last great hope. But like I thought, they him and Fury need to fight again. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen because of all the division in boxing. Travis is going to yell at me if I don't mention this, but uh, the bronze bomber was not a boxer. He he was a one punch guy, and everybody said it. And I was with Travis when we watched it. He had it in predicting Fury because that that guy just throws bomb. And uh, Tyson was not going to get caught twice in a row. Yeah. Okay, but back to baseball. We yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. Talk, we talk about <laughs> the Sox and the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. I think hey, one round table potential podcast. One, <laughs> one, one, one round table. We do need to have just an off tangent thing. We will just jump from subject to subject. Oh, we can do with, that too. With no, See, now we got our next no two plan down. <laughs> We got no our next two playing out. We'll just and we got to do that with hey. the most people in here, so we can get everybody's opinion. Oh, oh yeah, wild okay. shit. Well, yeah, just, like, like, make like comparisons, and you have to try and change the subject. That'd be hilarious. Call it a, call it a hot take Thursday. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pimping ain't easy though. Hey, uh, my kid. Oh, <laughs> what a smooth transition. So, we'll we barely talked on this one. Both are excited about the baseball. No, no, because we will let's, let's close I out with the you props. Okay. I always you, give you props in transitions. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. It's a good one, but yeah, one but reference, sweet. one reference to future, and Scotty's day is done. Speaking of though, they did compare him to Giannis. They did. They definitely did. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, that was, that's been, that's been one of my favorite did, games. Yeah, Richard Jefferson. That's been one of my favorite games on Twitter no. and social media lately is the he's just a blank with a blank. Like they had one for uh, PK for Pascal Siakam, and I said that he's just Anthony Bennett with a ring. 
Um, ooh, oh, Giannis, that Giannis, is disrespectful. Ooh, Giannis, oh, hell, so disrespectful. Giannis, uh, I said, uh, I said, Giannis Anthony was, Bennett uh, doesn't have an all star appearance, my friend. I said, Giannis was uh, Thomas, Thomas with a with a handle. Uh, oh the God. point is to be disrespectful. I like this game. Oh, this is a fun right, game. right. Fun game. That's a fun game. <laughs> Dude, Jefferson really said that both those calls at the end of the, the Bucks and Heat game were legit. So I'm not going to Josh's credit. That. No, it's bad. Josh's credit. That is why the Raptors uh-huh. will fail. Mm, I see what you did there. I see but what happened. Even I'd rather talk baseball about you. you yes, okay. I, bet, I bet you would. I bet you would. Yeah, Next Thursday, yeah, we're going to be on a Frank How those Mavs doing? How when those Mavs doing? Can we take this back to First of all, when people get transition. hurt, obviously all the things are out of the question. And yeah, can we take this back to Will's transition? Them to without Chris Stapps? The title's Will's not out of the question, as we saw last year. Ain't easy. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, back to Scotty. Back to Scotty wilding out. Oh, no, he's it. I thought this was about Lovey Son. Yeah, that's I thought it was going it started to. as that. Oh, you want to go pimping? Yeah. Oh, yeah, say, uh, yeah, pimping ain't easy. Pimpin this ain't a Twitter easy. shout out. It's not a Twitter shout out to oh. pimping ain't easy. No, no, no. But no. both are great He's references. Pimping ain't easy. Well, his son Michael or Mikhail got arrested yeah. for pimping out in Arizona. How much did the host Allegedly. Now, allegedly. 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 That was what he picked up for. There's no allegedly about it. I always thought that Lovey. Uh-huh. Was a very odd name for a football coach, but coincidentally Ooh. was very fitting for Mississippi pimp. And you should have just taken his dad's name. I'm, I'm Lovey Junior. Lil Love. How did Lovey work Love. through that's college? That's what he's going by. How did Lovey pay his way through college? I'm just wondering if maybe that's how it happened. You know why they call him Lovey? You know, <laughs> like Gator. Same way. Like Gator. Gator don't take no shit. Gator ain't never took no shit. <laughs> I don't know. I just helped them go on days and they brought their friends and next thing I had a whole <laughs> well, everybody trying to know it's a booming business. Pandemic, man, man you job. gotta have a side gig, man. Yeah, oh, everybody gets the side hustle everybody just really gets lonely. Up. Exactly. Oh hey. man. It makes sense that the people who are the thirstiest come out in Arizona. I mean that's and, too much sense. And he had a recruit. I feel what's the lady named something rap music? Yeah. Oh, yeah, giant. I was like, really? I'm like, man. Had him a mad amount of pulling him for. For real. He said he was 50 cent. Catch a date. I'm a P-I-M-P. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I ain't trying to holler because I want some bread. <laughs> oh, Yo. my God. Mm. I wonder uh, what the press conference with Lovey going to be whenever Big <laughs> You know what? I blame, I blame him getting called on Lovey no. shaving the beard. I- he shouldn't have shaved the beard. He was shaving the beard and uh, Illinois was making no. it come up and they were doing good things. And and nobody knew about Mikhail out here pimping these women. And now people know. There's going to be so much Chicago media and tabloids at that first Illinois oh. training camp. Oh, you're there assuming it still happens, but uh, yeah, there should be a lot. Oh, that's a good point. That's you're a good true. Point. Fair point. Fair point. But they Pac-12's are going on. Pac-12's well, going to happen. Big Ten is, mm-hmm. is pushing for an October something start. So they might go back. They might go back on their uh, canceling okay. too. So. We could see that happen. Pac 12 has a whole, apparently, some new testing philosophy they're going to do to help things go faster. I always, I always said when they shut stuff down months in advance, it's kind of like weird because mm-hmm. so much can change in a week. Why would you, why would you judge months out? So, um, no. them colleges are like, you blame we're them? too much money. Yeah, that's exactly. what the colleges say. Well, yeah, let's not, <laughs> let's not, let's not, let's not no bones about it. Ain't no bones <laughs> about it. This is all about dollars. Don't get it twisted. Uh, 
before we head out. Wait, but I thought this was a nonprofit business, college yeah, sports. Uh, we, 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 don't don't we don't have the time. Come on, fan. And that's don't in the third it. week of the right. discussion. Everybody go ahead so and drop those social media <laughs> handles before we get up out of here, man. Well, I do want to announce that both the Chicago Cubs teams will make the playoffs, but both will have yes. disappointing ends as their bullpens are butt cheeks. Mm. So, mm. you know bad. what? It's going to be brutal, Burn. but hey, enjoy the bats. Enjoy the summer. We can't go to the games. It's fun to watch. But you can follow me on Twitter at IlliniRyan7. Hit me up on Instagram at IlliniRyan underscore seven. And also hit me up on Twitch at twitch.tv slash IlliniRyan7. Yo, Steven, you hopping on right after? I am. 2K is 35 minutes away from being active. It is. I'm about to download that bad boy tonight, son. Yeah, I'm on Wait, shit. what? Yeah, 2K21. Hold up, what? Yeah, you 2K21. You heard him. Yo, I just got into fall, guys, so I'm a little lax. Dude, you, are, you are late, bro. You are late. Late to the party. Oh, yeah. Yo, it's fire. I will say it's fire. I will Dude, give it the I love fall, but guys. Did you, you see my video? You can find me on Twitter. Win? It's epic. You got a crown. Props, man. I did. I, stole I touched the out. crown my first time, but I didn't know it was moving up and down. Oh, I, shit. Uh, I mean, oh, I grabbed that thing. Shit, no. Yeah. So, all right. So my Twitter is T underscore Pearson 10 for numbers one zero letters F-O-U-R. Facebook, Tyler Big T Pearson. Same as Instagram. Like I said earlier, uh, the podcast with Matt, all talking about the grabs, no count outs pod. Um, good wrestling banter. Um, the unofficial official Keith Lee podcast. Um, <laughs> Keith Lee love podcast. Not not just Keith Lee. It's all about our Keith Lee love. <laughs> Don't you forget about Keith. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is me. Uh, you can find me, Matt Dahlberg, uh, on Twitter at M underscore Broski 21. Maybe one day I'll change the handle to something a little bit more recognizable because I don't know about all that. But anyway, yeah, you can find me there uh, talking pretty much anything from politics, Sports, pro wrestling, gaming. Basically, if it's pop culture, I'll talk about it. Except, funnily enough, music. I don't know anything about music. I'm, I'm a little deaf. So, just know when it slaps. Def Jam. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Def Jam. Uh, Will Clarks uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter at BigWillC77. Not the old school vehicle, but at B I G W I L L C77. And on Facebook, William D. Clark, my government. And I am on Twitter at Joshy Buck, the Facebook page, Clocker Sports website, clockersports.com, email address, clockersports at gmail.com. As always, check me out, Triple uh, Zero's pod, read the stuff, last word on pro football, uh, pippinandeasy.com. Also, check me out on American Betting Experts as well, trying to make some money this year. Um, that being said, man, that's going to do it for this this round table. Be sure to check us out next time, uh, next Thursday, same time around 9 o'clock, and we'll be talking about uh, the, the first uh, NFL game, right? Yeah, Houston man. Houston and uh, oh, City. we got a lot to get into. Start so. of the season. <laughs> be sure to tune in. We'll also be trying to uh, figure out this uh, this this fantasy football draft. So, a lot coming up, and uh, be sure to stick with us. Check out, obviously, check out clockersports.com. If you don't, you tripping. You just tripping. So, mm-hmm. until the very next time, we'll holler.